0: The High Regard Show. It's not here. better than the blue oyster weed. It can't be. I don't. My friend, I can't handle better than this. That. <laughs> is like if that blue oyster shit met that Afghan Kush I had, uh, and they had a baby. And then meanwhile, that crazy Northern Light stuff I had, and the Super Red, especially Snowflake, met and ball. had a baby. And by some miracle, those two babies met and fucked. This would be the shit that they birthed. Wow. Yes. This is the product of baby fucking. Smell it. Okay. Smell it.
1: Check out the High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. What the <laughs>
0: Hey everybody, I'm Tom.
1: And I'm Nikki. And
0: this is the High Regard Show.
1: In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up
0: on the third floor.
1: Moving on up.
0: Oh, it don't get better than that.
1: No sir, it doesn't.
0: It looks like you guys love the dark shit.
1: Yeah, especially (laughs) (laughs) guns.
0: We are absolutely shocked over the response that we had gotten from last week's show.
1: I dare say I'm tickled pink.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of strange looking at it. Like, we can see a steady progression every single week in the amount of people that listen to the show, mm-hmm. like the show, we comment to the show.
1: And we thank you very much.
0: We do. We love it. And um, for whatever reason, the gun show must have struck quite the chord with you people because we have more than doubled... Both our listening, our subscriptions, Mm -hmm. like everything in one week, all based on the gun show.
1: I think we were saying a lot of things that people are fed up with, you know, like they're thinking it. I mean, I've completely changed my stance the last few years, you know that, and I think a lot of other people are like, it is time for change, and I think maybe we just kind of got in there a little bit.
0: It's good. We struck a chord. And obviously since it's change that you guys want it's change we're gonna give you and we're gonna churn things up a little bit and make it a little bit lighter than last week's show
1: yeah let's fun it up a bit
0: <laughs> that's it and let's start off by making it fun by hearing something we haven't heard in a while are you heard
1: Yeah Heard! <laughs> so this Ya Heard comes from the area near Washington Square Park in the village. I was walking home from work after midnight last week, and... A group of boys, because I think that's the only thing that I could call them, they were just, you could tell that they were just all sorts of just lit up, and they were taking up the entire sidewalk, which is such a bone of my contention, but they were just very just lit up, and they were just yelling and happy, and I was almost jealous of like how happy they were, but as I passed them, had to get off the sidewalk to pass them, by the way, one says, I'm not much of a dancer. But if it gets me laid, I'll fucking dance. And I just wanted to turn around and be like, good luck with that.
0: (laughs) And that is this week's You Heard. So, it's holiday office party season. It is. And chances are, if you work in a company that has holiday office parties, either you've had it already or you're about to because Mm -hmm. time is running
1: out. Exactly. And people are going on their vacations, those that are lucky enough to not have to deal with family bullshit this time of year and can say I'm jetting off to the Bahamas for the holiday which is always a dream of mine
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is strange cuz you love Christmas and yet you want to go into a place that represents nothing to do with Christmas whatsoever exactly,
1: because you've ruined me like you've hated Christmas from the moment I met you <laughs> we I went from having a tree like I mean a big festive like entire house decorated for the holidays to a stormtrooper holding a candy cane and wearing a Christmas hat. And an Islander stocking and a Pittsburgh penguin stocking.
0: Which isn't ours. That's I right, No, we would never own up to
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's what's happened. And it's just like, you've kind of ruined it for me.
0: <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Because I can't stand this holiday. I really, really can't. And, you know, one of the things that I did look forward to during the Christmas holidays was always the Christmas holidays holiday office party. Mm -hmm. But this time around, like, I think I'm done with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting little animal, the office holiday party.
0: And we keep going back for some reason and I don't understand why because I feel like every year I dive more deeper into this might be the last year.
1: Yeah, because as times change and companies change and things like, you know, this might be the last one because...
0: No, I mean, me personally, even if it wasn't. I mean, you know, I feel like... Big corporate companies will always have a holiday party, no matter what, and usually, I mean I, in the past, for the most part, I've been luckily lucky enough to be with a lot of big companies, mm-hmm. and all of those companies will have a holiday party because as expensive as it is, it's still probably cheaper than giving out holiday bonuses, <laughs> but it's a really nice way to say, "Hey, listen, we appreciate all you've done.
1: I don't know, Tom. An office party or be enrolled in a Jelly of the Month Club. I mean, it is, like Cousin Eddie said, the gift that keeps on giving.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But so are rumors, which also (laughs) comes from a holiday party. (laughs) And the possible STDs you might pick up along the way, depending on how good your holiday party went. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about the holiday party, since we both got them out of our system for this year. Yes. My holiday party just passed Mm -hmm. and I have had luxury of working for some pretty big companies over the years. And I can tell you that like um, there was a time where I worked for a casino Mm -hmm. and that was maybe the most expensive holiday party that I have ever been a part of because Mm -hmm. we had like. Six bars in the casino, the employees were able to drink free pretty much the entire time.
1: Oh, my god! All
0: 1,500 employees were able to drink for free at the same time.
1: I've been to events at that place, man, like, <laughs> as a guest of... Like, not just you, but, like, you know, as a guest, as, like, a member of the media and stuff. And, my God.
0: They do a good party at a casino. They do a
1: good party. <laughs> like, I think you have to be, like, almost a party person to, like... Work in a place like that because you do, yeah. Like, you have to be like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like every day was holiday party season, at least every Thursday night. Because, because like all the whole management staff would basically go into a bar or a club at the casino and yeah. drink like crazy, and then you get used to your small niche group of people yeah. who would go, but come holiday time, when they would just tell all the employees, like, Look, if you're working. You're not supposed to be drinking. We all know you're not Mm -hmm. supposed to be drinking. But, you know, if you're going to, like, be passing through the lounge or whatever, grab a drink, bring it back to your desk. You know, it's pretty slow time this time of year for the casinos because all your work has to be done to promote this time of year. Right. So by the time it starts rolling, you know, you're. You're freed up to, like, do pretty much whatever you want for the most part.
1: I've never worked in a place where the end of the year was a slow (laughs) period. (laughs) It sucks being in the media. Well, this is a
0: whole different animal. Like, where I'm at now is insane because we're getting ready for another whole season. But, like, the thing with the casino, though, man... It's like they literally, and and we had 1,500 employees, Mm -hmm. and we sent out memos to every one of them and said it's going to be from, you know, I think it was started at, like, 4.30 in the afternoon, and they did it around the clock until 8 a.m. the
1: next day. Yeah, because of all, like, the overnight people. That's awesome. Like, that's (laughs) really cool to, like, because, like, I remember when I worked at, you know, papers and other publications and stuff, like, some people couldn't go. You right. Know, like I can't go to my company party because I'm working, which, you know, I don't really mind, you know, because I just started there and everything, so it's like <laughs> and I have like a really stupid schedule because of school, so it's like I have to work because I only have a certain amount of days that I could like play with. Right. So I don't get to go to my holiday party. But, you know, it's okay.
0: But you also don't get to make an ass of yourself early on, which is a good thing. Like, let them get to know you a little bit first.
1: Yeah, before I say, like, a joke, because I'm pretty quiet. Like, I'm still in that, like, kind of, like, I have myself on probation, and, like, there's certain people (laughs) that, like, I've become friends with, so, like, I could, like, be myself a little, like, I could let, like, the little bit of Nikki out, but, like, (laughs) especially in a setting with, like, a lot of people where, like, I haven't really worked with you yet, or, like, I'm not with you, like... And I get nervous and awkward, and I'm, yeah.
0: And just that alcohol, Nikki. Not everybody's ready. (laughs) Not everybody's ready for just that alcohol, Nikki.
1: And you sound like you speak from experience.
0: Too much. Maybe (laughs) too much. I mean, there are times where I'm not ready for, you know, just that alcohol, Nikki.
1: I I picture it being, like, this doll that's, like, behind, like, a a plastic case. You know, like, how, like, the dolls are, and it's just like... (laughs) add alcohol Nikki and she's just like whoa like she's got like a face like and she's like spilling a drink like
0: <laughs> and after just talking about gremlins because we were talking about yes, gremlins we last night like you literally are a gremlin when you a- yeah it's like don't get them wet because once you do it's all over oh and you're pretty much the same way <laughs> don't put a drop of alcohol in them because once you do as we found out on Friday night On our way home from my holiday party, which (laughs) you didn't go to, but somehow...
1: (laughs) I caught up real quick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Somehow you certainly did catch up really quick.
1: (laughs) I have very limited time with my schedule, so like... I make the most of it. I'm a taskmaster. (laughs) Yes,
0: you do have to, like, jump right in to uh, catching up face.
1: And the funniest thing was, like, it seemed like forever. The night, like, seemed like it lasted forever. And we got home, and it was 2.22, and I get out at midnight, and it was, like, all this happened in, like, two and a half hours.
0: (laughs) Yeah, basically, you stopped off and had a, like, a, what was it, french fries from a diner. Yeah. And then a cab ride home, and by that time, it was just like, we were just off the tracks. It was,
1: yeah, it was Mr. Toad's wild ride, we'll call it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess so.
0: (laughs) So, we put together a list of holiday party do's and don'ts.
1: We did. Some based on our experience that we ourselves, you know maybe caused, and some based on things that we've observed others doing.
0: We really should have made this list up before the holiday party season started, so that maybe I would have adhered to more of these
1: rules.
0: (laughs) And like I said, every year, I really think, like, this is gonna be it. This is my final year of going to, like, holiday parties, because I don't know, man. It's a creepy, dark place. It's all done with good intentions. Mm -hmm. And I love that, like, the companies are willing to go and say like, yeah. let's get everybody together but man when you get people together of different personalities and just like different levels of employment let's say like you know
1: yeah
0: it's weird so let's start off with a don't what you should not do at a do holiday do not
1: night. do this
0: what you should not do is bring an uninvited guest one of the reasons why you shouldn't bring an uninvited guest is number one, the companies do pay, like I said, a sure. lot of money for these parties. Mm-hmm. Not as much as it would be if everybody got a bonus, but I know for a fact the casino paid almost sixty thousand dollars in alcohol when they had their open bar party for the fifteen hundred people.
1: That's so crazy.
0: It it's insane to think that's what a bar tab is for, you know, a Christmas party, but. That's what the bar tab was. Yeah. So
1: liquor is so expensive.
0: It is. So don't take advantage and bring somebody. Plus, it's kind of weird because of the dynamics of a Christmas party when you bring somebody to one, because you're gonna like run into people who you never talked to before. Because right. this is like your one time year where everybody's dumped into one spot and you get to hang out with them. And, you know, if you bring somebody to this party and you who's not invited and then people are talking to you you don't want them interacting in an awkward way because it's already awkward you don't need to throw in somebody that has nothing to do with anything and see how that like pans out
1: sure but a do do bring a guest if you can if it's like hey plus ones because that always does like just as it could bringing somebody else could make things a little bit awkward because you know you're going to act different if you're in front of your significant other or something like that but also it's nice to have somebody that knows the real you that's kind of like a little like a rock for you like I said like I get very like eh, when I'm like in weird situations and like if something doesn't like if somebody is awkward I get even more awkward and (laughs) it just becomes this thing but like you know, you, for example, are a great icebreaker because you talk to everybody, and, like, you're so much more friendly than I am because I get really shy, which kind of maybe could come as standoffish sometimes. So it's, like, it's good to have somebody, especially somebody that's, like, hey, blah, 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 you know? Like, and I love introducing people, like, in the Bridget Jones way. Like, you introduce them, and then you give, like, like, a almost, not, like, a gossipy tidbit, but, like, you give something interesting about them, like... Oh, this is Tom. He works in children's publishing. And, like, it's just something to, like, open up a conversation. <laughs> so always think about that. Don't be the awkward person.
0: Yeah, and it, and I can see that, like, in any group setting, three or even just odd numbers in general are just weird. Mm-hmm. Like, even numbers are always good in group settings.
1: And if it's all women, it's even worse. Yeah. Because we just...
0: Well, I'm thinking, like, if you go to a Christmas party and it's all just employees, at least you have all that in common. Yeah. If you go to a Christmas party or a holiday party and it's all employees and a couple of, like, random people, like, brought in as guests or vendors Mm -hmm. or whatever, you're kind of, like, diluting it a little bit where people don't know which people to talk to things about, like, are we talking about a little bit of work stuff? Oh, you know. Yeah. Hey, do you know, like, you know, Stephen Accounting? And this person's like, I don't even work here. So it's like, I don't know who the hell you, who the, who's Steve?
1: I knew you were going to say Steve in accounting. Like Steve is such an accountant name. It really you. is. It really I feel is. like
0: I know a lot of Steve's in accounting. Like I
1: knew you were going <laughs> to say Steve before you even said, I was like, he's going to say Stephen in accounting. Like I Steve swear Steve in accounting.
0: <laughs> but then you got like people who will go and, you know, if you, or companies that will say, all right, you can all bring a guest. Then it works out really well because if everybody brings a guest, everybody has a buffer. So if you start going off the rails a little bit, which I personally tend to do, at least there'd be somebody there to be like going all right and then you get the arm squeeze or whatever and you're like "Going, oh good man i'm glad like you ejected that parachute before we hit the ground <laughs> because every year man i'm getting closer and closer to the ground without a parachute
1: unless though and this happened to me once because when i first started working at my first like serious full-time job it was a telecom company and we had a really really kick-ass like holiday party i mean like you got dressed to the nines you went to like a local hotel like that had like a huge ballroom and i brought my best friend and she and i were like so hardcore we wore the same exact dress like we were just like blazing and then we both got like annihilated and it was like well that backfired (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) choose wisely (laughs) indeed one of the good things about this type of party is that like everybody does or they they should kind of like let their hair down a little bit, where somebody who you know sits in that glass office in the corner with a great view is a little more available to you, so you should use it especially before like
0: you start drinking before you start like
1: <laughs> like have a drink in your hand or if you if you drink you know or just before everything starts because there's a point of the night where it's just gonna just go downhill, so before it reaches that point. Try to get to know your boss and your boss's boss. Just, again, like, just on a, like, little bit of a level that, like, you wouldn't get to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's get to know them on a personal level because you don't get those opportunities, especially like in big companies. You might only get to see, you know, you you might maybe your boss you get to see on a daily basis, but your boss's boss is isn't always that accessible to you, right? Because let's face it, man—they have a lot of shit going a company, on. They're so. Running a
1: department, yeah.
0: But without knowing them, it's hard to advance.
1: So, like, you can you could just say like, oh, especially if you work at a company that almost everybody, even regardless of you know religion or anything like that, like the last two weeks of December is especially here in the city, is just kind of like a shutdown phase for a lot of people. Like, a lot of people will be working from home and things like that. So, like, hey, are you doing anything with, like, you know, the two weeks? Are you going to be traveling? What are your holiday plans? What are your New Year's? New Year's is a very open holiday for people. Everybody celebrates New Year's. So, like, (laughs) oh, are you doing anything fun for New Year's? Like, that's always a good, like, icebreaker, so.
0: Definitely. And while we're on the topic of meeting your boss and your boss's boss... Something from the don't list is don't talk shop.
1: Oh, my God, don't.
0: Nobody wants to hear that shit, man. You're all there. You all know what you do. I mean, you can walk up to somebody and be like, hey, I'm Tom from, you know, the creative department or, you know, right. something along those lines. But I wouldn't go and just be like, you know, oh, where are you from? Oh, editorial staff. Oh, what magazine? Oh, that magazine. And then start being like, you know, we've been waiting around for some photos from you guys. on Right.
1: No that's one not gives the a time shit. or the place. Like that's and like and that's a thing. That is such a thing. Like when I worked at a newspaper, we would be sitting at a table, and like it was like our department. Like we worked for like the alternative weekly section. So like we had like our own little table, and then like the big the big boys and girls of like the mom paper. You know, they were like sitting there and stuff, and, like, they would come over and just, like, start talking to us. And, like, even people on our staff were like, oh, well, you know, like, we have to do this story, we have to do this, and it's just like, I am dressed up. I am wearing, like, a velvet dress, which never happens. So, like, just let me have this moment to, like, enjoy being with work people, but not talking about work.
0: Right. Because, I mean, everybody knows what their job is. Yeah, You do it 364 days out of the year. You got that one day, man.
1: Yeah, give me one day (laughs) to not have to think about. (laughs) Right, like I
0: might like you and your department better if you didn't come over and hound me at the party about different job aspects. Come over and talk to me about like, you know, who you are. I'd love to learn about new people and hear about like what they do and things they like and then finding out what we have in common. Like I feel like, especially one of my Coworkers now who is a freelancer i feel like we got along great this holiday party mm-hmm. and up to this point i mean she's been there now for almost two months now and we've had very very little interaction just like whenever we need something like right. for a file or something like that that's it because we're so busy and then we're out and we start talking to each other about like you know hey you know like what do you do when you're like not hanging around work for you know 10 hours a day and then it's like oh man it's like we have so much in common now and it's like going now when i come in it makes it more pleasant because i know i have things in common with these people who've been sitting next to me
1: Right. For months, yeah, well, I
0: wouldn't have gotten to know. Him.
1: And in fact, one of like your closest friends at the office is somebody that like you actually started talking to at your very first holiday party. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, yeah. you know, it can be a place where like it might lead to like new friendships, and then you just find out like, oh, you work in a department that I work with a lot, and it just adds that like personal level that's kind of missing so much.
0: Yes, it's very nice to like have things in common with your coworkers. But you're never going to know what those things are if you're always talking about work.
1: Yeah, like you've got to <laughs> just shut it down, man. Don't be that person. Yeah. And moving on, a do is make sure to keep one hand free during the night, not so that you can shovel little tiny <laughs> beef wellingtons into your <laughs> mouth.
0: Although that is not a Although bad idea.
1: Is, <laughs> it could, I mean, you could, you know, like alternate. Alternate between shoving beef Wellington. Or, you know, some cheese and crackers. But make sure you keep a hand free so that you can offer handshakes. Because especially, like, and it just seems like this is becoming, like, an underground theme of the show. But, like, interaction is so not a thing. Like, it's kind of becoming, like, a dying breed. Like, and I think people are just like, oh, my gosh, like, you're going to shake my hand. Because, first of all, like, there is something that is just so professional and so respectful And I always do it because that's the age that I am that like, hi, I'm Nikki, you shake a hand. But then immediately as soon as like you touch my hand, I'm like, oh my God, when am I going to go get to wash my hand?
0: (laughs) (laughs) People are dirty.
1: People are dirty. And it's like, and everybody's so sick, like, oh.
0: Especially this time of year. But you have to sacrifice it. You have to do that handshake You do.
1: You do. It goes such a long way.
0: And a real handshake not like a fancy handshake man like i get it we're all like hanging out in a party situation and people are getting loud and there's a dj and a dance floor and you have you, you there's such and you a strong get laid pull like the herd
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's such a strong pull to like actually want to do like some kind of fancy handshake to prove how cool you like, are like kind
1: of fancy handshake you
0: know like you do like the, like, like a
1: gangsta kind of thing? Like a,
0: Yeah, like a sideways high five followed by the hot potato followed by, you know, like I a weird you, hug. Yeah. Like, seriously, this is what it is.
1: And I feel like you're speaking from experience again.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Listen, it's it's strange. We,
1: we don't have time to get into every awkward handshake situation <laughs> you've had. No,
0: but let's hear about one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, at the casino, there were so many people high up. You had so many meetings all the time sure. that it just made sense to go in with a sensible handshake. Just a normal, just walk up, good hard grip handshake.
1: Mm-hmm. No limp. No no one likes a limp handshake.
0: Although I will throw that in once I know in a while you will just, just to, to mess with people. I know.
1: And, it's, and I've had the limp handshake and it is just disgusting.
0: I call it the dead seal hand. It is. Where I like literally just kind of just put it out there almost like a lady with a with a handkerchief kind of where I'm like you know where you would kiss the top of my hand but I would make you kind of grab onto my fingers and kind Almost of Almost like you're out. milking like, yeah. yeah. Like kind of like like I'm being milked like by my you hand. Like no
1: choice but to like <laughs> you grip to it like it. an utter, <laughs> Like you would like an utter, and like you feel like the need to like milk the hand. And if it's you so try creepy. to
0: twist my hand, I'll just kind of like move no, it so, so you bro, can. Stop it
1: because he's doing the movement right now and it is making... And like I kind of want to reach out and do it because I know that like I'm supposed to take his hand. Well that's
0: it and people feel so obligated <laughs> when you reach out and it's Kind of like I know you got to milk me now. There's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) So, and but that's pretty much as far as I'll go to screw with somebody because, and it's only if you've earned that. Like you, I don't just make you milk me for no reason. You have, you have to earn the right to milk me. So. I'm going to, for the most part, give a solid professional handshake each and every time because I was told that's what people remember you, by your handshake. So there's this one meeting where we're all at the casino, we're getting ready to leave and we get up and we're walking out in the hallway and we're saying goodbye to like the different divisions that are splitting up and going their own ways and um, this kid comes up to me and... Instead of giving me the straight out handshake, he gives me like the tilted up hand, almost like kind of like a low high five. Yeah. So you could tell he wants to do that, like you know, let's wrap our thumbs around each other handshake that people do,
1: oh, ew. like that. Like buddies, like frat boys do
0: that. Right, like- and then <gasps> and then they pull each other in yeah, and they do like saying, a half yeah, hug.
1: Yeah,
0: which is fine if you are close to somebody and you know if you're my brother your
1: if you're like if you're a close
0: friend yeah because you're like going okay well this is our greeting it's different from other people's handshakes because it's what we established over time but anyway this was not the case this was the inside of a casino hallway and like a back hallway of you know this very in the dark annals. area in the annals which is a whole different world. It's very interesting, but it, it is. But we
1: won't get into that. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. Because this is about holiday parties,
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And this event did not did not take place at, at a holiday event. But let's finish the story, Tom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just in case anybody forgot, and keep the score at home. This is the <laughs> holiday show. Still, you we, we, you haven't changed channels there's by accident. Sm-
1: there's just a small wormhole, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. Just barely
0: is. So this guy comes over and he gives me the, the slightly tilted up. Hands, so yes. I'm like going, Oh, we gotta do that thumb handshake. And I'm like and I'm thinking this is like a big meeting. We're all in suits and stuff like that. Yes. And I'm like it's very odd to give somebody any other handshake outside of a firm regular handshake yes. when you're in a suit because you look
1: fucking ridiculous when you're doing that because i'm going back to like video just finish the story because all i'm picturing is people playing flag football
0: but you could get into you could get into that handshake if you're wearing jeans and a t-shirt but not if you wear on like a jacket and a tie yeah like there's just no way so this guy goes to do that but i put my hand out straight and then i'm like oh shit i'm like this guy wants to do like you know thumb handshake thing so i go to tilt my hand up as he goes to put his hand down oh
1: my god and then you have that awkward dance go on
0: and it was it and i was just like oh no you gotta be kidding me and then at some point it happened so quickly he kind of just made a fist to do like a fist bump (laughs) and i don't know why but i kind of just grabbed it like paper covers rock (laughs) And then, out of nowhere, he just hugs me, and I have my hand wrapped around his fist, oh and he has God. me pulled in tight, and I'm just kind of like... the way he pulled me in. It was almost as if I was in like a fetal position, and he was just kind of like, <laughs> like holding me like a big man baby oh I, my in a God, suit. Stop! And I, stop! And I'm looking over at this guy, and you you know the guy that I'm talking about, and he really does look like a man baby in real life, so. <laughs> So, Oh, my God. Ew. When Ew, that, whole that thing, makes me so
1: gross. So
0: when that whole thing happened, it was like, oh, this is the most awkward thing. So ever since then, I made a point where, look, man, I'm not fucking around. Like, if you want a handshake, I'm going to give you a regular handshake. And if I know you and you feel the need to give me a fist to hold on to while you cuddle me, that's cool. If I know you, I'm fine with that. I gave one of those away the night of the holiday party this past Friday. Oh,
1: well, there you go.
0: But it was with someone that I'm friends with, where yeah. I'm like going, okay, well it's that different. I expect. Yeah,
1: it's different. Know your audience. Know... know
0: your audience.
1: Yes, we'll leave it with that. Know your audience. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom, it's it's ironic that Tom. It's so has ironic. Number six. I will let Tom say the words.
0: <laughs> On another note. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> I just want to like also point out this is probably the most coherent we have been putting out a show. This is totally uninfluenced by anything. This is just us being us. Number
1: six, man.
0: But but a thing you should not do is monopolize conversations, (laughs)
1: which Tom is guilty of.
0: Every podcast,
1: every every time he opens his mouth, whatever. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no one cares. Don't monopolize conversations when you're at the holiday party. It almost happened to me this time around. because No there, shit. No shit. Not by me. I, uh, I know. Okay. What? Now you're. All Wait, right. I got what? it. So there are.
1: <laughs> but here we go.
0: There are certain people who like you will work with, but not really that often. And I think that what happens when you get into these holiday party situations is is everybody feels uncomfortable, doing it. So you want to, like, latch on to a yeah. click and jump in.
1: Sure, because it makes it more fun, and then you have a click, and then you see all those other people like, hmm, you don't have a click, hmm and, like, you feel almost superior. To a
0: point, but see, I'm the person who wants to go out to other people's clicks and yeah. just be like, hey, how you doing? I'm Tom, what's going on? Like, what do you do? Because even if, look, man, Like, this has nothing to do with, like, career advancement or anything else. It just happens to go with what makes your day run smoother. If I can walk through the hallways and, like, walk past, you know, ten people and eight of them say good morning.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. It's really nice. It is. As
0: opposed to you walk through the, you know, through the building, walk past past ten people, and one of them says hi because that's the one you are stuck with all night. Yeah,
1: or all ten, like look in like the opposite direction like they'll look anywhere or like straight ahead like that's kind of how like office environments have been for me like in the past few years (laughs) like it's just like people just don't like interact and it's like
0: yeah and i feel like that's what it's going to be like on monday when i walk in people are going (laughs) to look at me like oh god they got you know what that guy did at the party but there's this one kid who like always kind of like saddles up with us And it's cool that, I mean, it's definitely, like, awesome that somebody wants to do that. But after a while, it's kind of like, look, man, you're young. You don't want to hang out with us old dudes. I'm like, just go and find more young people to hang out with. Because hopefully in 15 years, I'm the hell out of here retired, sitting on, like, (laughs) some beach off the Harriet Islands. Whereas you, still going to have to put in, like, another... Five or ten years after that in order to retire. So you might as well make friends with your peer group while you're here. So don't monopolize conversations. Let people spread their wings and flourish in the work environment.
1: (laughs) And having said that, I'm going to say adieu for your Christmas party is dress professionally. I mean, unless, like, you know, the theme of our Christmas party this year is, you know, ugly sweaters. So, like, if you want to dress, like, you know, I mean, and I love it. Like, I wish I could go because, like, I do love me an ugly Christmas sweater. I do. I do.
0: You wear them all year round, <laughs> I really. Would. I totally
1: would. I totally would. Because they're fun. They're funny. And I hate that, like, you go to stores now and, like, you can buy an ugly Christmas sweater at, like, Abercrombie or, like, some stupid store and it's, like no man like you stole them from your mom because you know your mom wore them like it this is mom fashion and like
0: and it wasn't ugly christmas sweater that's just a sweater it was just a sweater that was ugly
1: put in a little bit of effort because it is a special occasion because especially if you're lucky enough to work for a place like that like yeah you know don't go in your sweats and sweatshirt that like you know you'd wear over the weekend or something
0: no, unless you're going to a paintball camp for your Christmas party. It's <laughs> Which probably I've known not a good people idea. that actually did. It, yeah, well, it's a cool idea for, to do good. something different and to build, you know, team bonding and stuff like that. I would, would say... really
1: it. punish that coworker that you hate. Oh, yeah. Secretly, of course. Everybody.
0: <laughs> like like in uh, <laughs> Full Metal Jacket where we just hold him down to a bed and beat him with bars of soap. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I never saw that movie. Before. Oh, right.
0: Private Pile.
1: All right.
0: But, um, yeah, so you should dress up and and the cool thing about dressing up is it, it's so weird to me, man, because I used to have to dress up every single day, like to go to work.
1: I know, and I loved it
0: yeah, i it's not that I hated it, but it, well, it does it get expensive, expensive. Yeah. It's, that's what it really comes down to, and it's kind of like when you're working, no matter what job you are, no matter what level you're at, it doesn't make a difference. You can make, you know, $20,000 a year, you can make $500,000 a year. You know that you're spending through your money. Like, even if it's like mm-hmm. X amount of dollars has to go in the savings every month for whatever reason. And then, like, but not on our level. We don't get that. <laughs> but but you're like going, all right, like, I know I spent X amount of money for food. I know I spent X amount of money for laundry. When you throw in all of a sudden this extra price of, like, dry cleaning, yeah, it's, it's a, a huge lot. difference, On a daily basis, you know, on on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I wouldn't dress up every single day. Like I said, I used to. But now I come in to, like, a Christmas party or to meetings and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And I am very, very lucky to be in an art department where we can wear whatever we want. Sure. But when people see me in a shirt or something, they're, like, going, holy crap, like, what's going on? Are you going to an interview? (laughs) I
1: know. (laughs) It's, like,
0: always right to the interview. And I'm not going to an interview. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like, look... If it was a matter of I'm, like, meeting people and going to, like, you know, present work and stuff sure. like that, 100% I'm dressing up.
1: So just know know the environment that your party's going to be in. Like, if it's super casual, you know, like, you don't have to wear a tux or, like, a velvet dress, but, like, just <laughs> know the environment and just spruce up a bit. Spruce it up.
0: That's it. Treat people to a little bit of the lighter side of you. <laughs> or don't whatever <laughs> another don't is don't gossip or tell off color jokes man i fucked up so bad this holiday season
1: <laughs> i feel like that's something that you fuck up maybe a lot
0: <laughs> i do i do i feel like the second we decided to start doing this and we, we would bounce ideas around in the very beginning and you'd be like can't use that one Can't use that one. (laughs) Or we'd be like in the middle of recording, you'd be like, you're going to have to cut this out. (laughs) It's like, there'd be a whole lot of that. But I think people will get to know you, you know, as you talk to them. And you will get an idea of what you can and can't joke about, Mm -hmm. you know? So like my boss this time around at this Christmas party, Mm -hmm. and this wasn't, this wasn't a matter of, you know, me being a jerk or anything like that or as you like to say, me being racist or whatever, (laughs) but we're sitting down at the holiday party together and we're looking around the room and she goes, man, I haven't been to a holiday party in years. It's been like three years since she's been to a holiday party. Why? Oh, well, she has kids and stuff and the holiday party always falls during Hanukkah and she goes every year I write a note and I'm like going look I got to get home to my family because I still celebrate Hanukkah and it's a two hour ride for me to get home and I have young kids and she goes I don't know why they do that every year and there are places that have their holiday parties like way early in December mm-hmm. like like December 1st order people that even do it after the new year's like in the January because it's so much cheaper to have holiday parties yeah we did that after the fact yeah like
1: when I was at my telecom company we had our party or no 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 it was the newspaper we had our party in like on January like 15th and it was really weird because it was like yeah like it's awesome and stuff like okay like after the holidays and like you're calm you're not thinking <laughs> about all the shit you have to do and g- travel and stuff but it was great because like we were all dressed up But they still had Christmas trees up. And I am like... January second, Christmas is dead. Christmas is dead to me. So it was like, (laughs) wait, like there's still like red, green, and like gold balls and shit everywhere. It's like, no, this wasn't cool.
0: Yeah, it's like somebody got lazy and didn't feel like taking this down. Yeah, like that's exactly what it
1: was. Like I don't,
0: you could just call it a party, and it goes back into. It's like why you decorate if it's a holiday party. You don't need decorations for it. You just need to get people together to start talking. Like you don't need a special occasion for it. Right. We just make it one up. Yeah. So we're sitting there and we're looking around the room, and she goes and says. And, you know, she goes, and they always made this holiday party a Christmas party. And she goes and says, and she goes, I just hate the music. It's always so loud and obnoxious and people are just getting, like, you know, wasted. And she goes, it just wasn't fun to go to it anymore. And she goes, but they figured out, I guess, a formula where instead of playing a bunch of Christmas music, Mm -hmm. they just started playing dance music and they put a dance floor in and there were people dancing and they had karaoke in another room. So, I mean, it wasn't no longer, like music was no longer Christmas-based. Yeah, yeah. It took that out of the, the whole equation. Now, the weird thing was we're sitting in this room and she's looking around and she goes, and it just feels more holiday partyish to me than it does Christmas party-ish. And she goes, I don't think it's the music, but I'm not sure exactly what it is because there were still little white mm-hmm. Christmas trees on every single table. Sure. And then I looked around the room and I was like, they changed every single light bulb in, like, the whole party area mm-hmm. to blue light bulbs. Oh,
1: that's cool. That's so, very pretty with the white trees very, and stuff. Yeah, pretty. so it
0: was blue lights and white trees, and they had like little, like, floor lamps that have blue lights in them. And I'm like, they found a perfect way of mixing in Hanukkah colors with Christmas visuals <laughs> to create a holiday atmosphere as opposed to a Christmas or a Hanukkah atmosphere, which is awesome.
1: Indeed, it is. Indeed, it is, Tom.
0: We wound up talking about, like, what is it that you're allowed to do in your religion? And, like, you know, she would get up to go get shrimp, and I would make fun of her because I'd be like, you can't eat that. Like, what are you doing? You just celebrated a bar mitzvah two weeks ago for your son, (laughs) and you're eating shrimp, and she goes, why couldn't I? I'm like, it's shellfish. I mean, the Jewish people aren't supposed to eat shellfish. And yeah. then, she, then she was like trying to explain it to me, and then she was like going, "Oh, you Catholics just can have whatever you want." And I was like, "Yeah, but we'll always be broke. We can't afford to be Jewish like you guys." Oh my god! And it was kind of funny, all back and forth back the whole it was, time.
1: It was somebody that you're comfortable with, and it's somebody who was like riffing with you. Right. So yeah. But
0: I would have never have had that conversation with anybody else in the company. <laughs> no, and it wasn't no, like no. I was making fun of our religion, yeah, but no. we were. You I were guess, mutually comfortable making fun enough of each other, to yeah. Do it. Right. And it wasn't even so much making fun of as much as it was, I thought all Jewish people couldn't eat shellfish.
1: Yeah. So, having said that, oh, yeah. you know, don't tell off color jokes or gossip, mm-hmm. but do try to keep things light and fun. You know, that's always a good thing to do, is just, again, and that kind of goes with, like, the don't talk shop and stuff. Like, just. Just stop. Just liven, like, settle down a little bit and just l- let your hair down a little bit. Just keep it light if you're no, out there. I mean, like, for example, you know, and this will be my Jewish job experience. I worked for a company that was owned by Orthodox Jews. Mm-hmm. And. You know, they realized we had gotten displaced from Sandy, so we were working in this other office with... that. Hurricane like, Sandy? Yes, Hurricane Sandy. We got displaced, our office did. So we were working with, like, friends of the owners. They, like, said, oh, come and work at our office at, like, Rockefeller Center. And then, like, this company was, like, a hedge fund place. They had shit piles of money. So they had this, like, humongous holiday extravaganza, like, in the office. And they brought in, like, casino p- people from Connecticut to, like seriously play blackjack and then like they forced everybody to play like you could not not play blackjack and i'm like i don't know what the hell blackjack is like if it's not uno i don't know how to play cards
0: well don't look it up online a different thing will come up completely
1: (laughs) (laughs) so they like but then they like we didn't even work for these people like we were kind of just like squatting for a couple months while our office was getting renovated so we were only there for like two months they got us stuff, they, like, made us part of their holiday team, we were allowed to drink, we were allowed to, like, eat their food, they forced us to play blackjack, and then we weren't allowed to go to their, like, real, like, they had, like, a restaurant that was, like, closed for them and stuff, and it was, like, that night that our boss, who was Jewish, was, like, man, it's, like, December 14th, and we didn't do anything for the holidays, so next week we'll go out for a drink, and it was, like, a, a drink, and I was, like, okay, that's fine, like, hey, man, like, I've worked for places where you didn't get anything, so it's, like, a drink, hey, that's one drink that I didn't have, so, right. you know, that so I it's needed. awesome, yeah, I so needed went to this, like, really funky bar in, like, a hotel that was, like, really cool, and We're getting a drink and we're all, and like our team was like extremely small. So we're sitting at one of those huge like round horseshoe booths.
0: How many people were at this party?
1: There was maybe like six to eight. I don't remember like exactly. So like, like not, not a lot. Right. Very little. And we're all just sitting there and it's like, oh, are you going home for the holiday? And I was like, yeah, I said, we'll be traveling, blah, 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 like we do. And then like all of a sudden the talk turned to the Holocaust
0: Well, light topics for, you know, the holiday (laughs) seasons is what you need, really. And
1: and I was just like, and I got like just, it was like, okay, like that's so weird. Like that we're talking about something like that. Like, and it was just like very heavy. And then like everybody just kind of like sat back and was just like, what, what has happened? Like, what do you say? Like, this is supposed to be like, it went from like, oh, what are you going to do? Like, you know, like, what are your practices? And then all of a sudden it's like holocaust it was just like that's like that's not a it's, it's a, not, it's conversation. not like, and there's no way to like because you don't want to be the person that's like how about those mets like you know what i mean like that's <laughs> like they like you, nobody wants to be that person so we all just kind of sat there and then like the boss like took a big chug of his drink and then he was like i don't really know what happened there and we were all just like all right. Good night. I guess that was it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at that point, you're like, going, well, you're the Jewish one. If anybody's going to know what happened, there, it's going to be you. Go, what the hell happened? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which kind of brings us to our final don't, which is do not overindulge at your Christmas parties, because then that's how this weird stuff winds up happening. Because <laughs> when you overindulge in your Christmas parties, Nikki, you might have been the person to stand up at the head of the table. And held up a glass and said, to the Holocaust.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did not. (laughs) But
0: those are the things that could happen if you overindulge. (laughs) Those are
1: things. Those are things that, you know, did happen. And I've been there. I've been to many, many a holiday party where sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm not going to get off the rails because sometimes, especially when you're with and like we were, especially when I lived in Pennsylvania, we were basically like a party paper. So people looked at us and they expected us to just be just hot messes all the time. And we had one Christmas party and it was absolutely so much fun. Like we had this band that was playing and like there were saxophones and like, they they're playing like disco and it was just like so much fun. And. We were seated in the back because, of course, we were the redheaded stepchildren of the company. And we belonged in the back because we were the redheaded stepchildren. Of course. And near our... We were, like, right by a bar. So there were two bars, one on either side of, like, you know, the room. So I was like, I'm going to be drinking vodka martinis because I'm not going to, like, chug that. Like, that's not a drink you can chug. That's a lady drink. I was wearing a beautiful dress. And I'm like, I'm going to be a lady tonight.
0: I'm not going to chug it. I'm just going to have 20.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we're all just, like, having fun and stuff. And, like, toward the end of the night, like, I it was halfway through the night. And, like, this is how shitty this place, this, like, convention center was run. But I go to the bar that was, like, near our table. And, like, half the party was going to this bar. So, like, you know, it should be stocked. Sure. I get to the bar and I'm, like, I'm going to go get, you know, another drink. So I said, I'll have a vodka martini. And the girl's, like, I don't have any more vermouth And I'm like, and I look over, and the line at the other bar is, like, completely, like, just so long. Because, like, you know that people are just like, we're going to get it. Because, like, they're going to have to shut it down eventually because it's open bar. And it was, like, top shelf shit. So we're like, all right, everybody's just scrambling. And I'm like, eh, that's all right. Just give me the vodka. And I'm like, give me give me two extra olives. Because I was like, all right, that'll... That'll, that'll dilute it. it. Yeah, sure. that'll counter it.
0: <laughs> a little bit extra olive juice in there.
1: <laughs> Considering that, like, I didn't really eat dinner because I was like, eh. Like, well, that's I, what you had the olives for. Yeah, that's so I was like, you know, it, it works out. Yeah. And it's
0: Dinner and a drink.
1: So, <laughs> all of a sudden, somebody behind me is like, I like the way you think. And I turn around, and I was like... And, like, I'm in that, like, I'm entering that phase of, like, things are kind of swimming and I'm, like, going to get, like, slurry and my eyes are kind of slanty. And I turn around and it is the publisher of the company, like, Ted Honcho. And he, he's a good old boy. Like, he was a good old Texas Republican. So, you know, he could, he had a hollow leg of his own. And he goes, you know what? He's, like, here. And he, like, gives the girl, like, five bucks. He goes, give her two. And I was, like... Oh shit! What am I gonna do now? I ended up uh, dancing with the publisher and his wife <laughs> and my coworker for the rest of the night. The four of us. I was. I had like maybe like four more of those vodka <laughs> martinis, and he would go get them for me. And he danced and everything. And the next morning, I called my boss and I was like, "What did I do in front of Rich?" And he's like you were fine he goes I don't know how you were coherent he goes but when they pulled away you just crumbled and you were like I don't know what the fuck just happened he's like you held it together and the next day I had like an email from him saying like you were just awesome at the party
0: and that's how come you got laid off last yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what saved you <laughs> see we would always go and like at the casino it would always be a matter of we would make it through the party and everybody would try to be as sensible as possible because yeah. they all because year you had your your tragic story of yeah. who got fired from doing something stupid yeah. and it was always something like a like it was it does
1: happen yeah, yeah
0: like it's weird like where i'm at now like one of the big things are i guess two years ago somebody peed on a couch Oh my god! Which is why we all have to wear special lanyards, and which is why we're not. Uh, one of the reasons why I guess we're not allowed to bring guests anymore because it just got crazy. Yeah,
1: it's hard to be responsible. Like, right. it's hard it was a temp. Be...
0: Oh it was god. a temp that did it. <gasps> Ew. So you look at it, you know, like going. All right, you know, at the casino we weren't. All right, there was some crazy stuff going on. Like there was a catwalk, and people would be having sex in the mm-hmm. catwalk and oh, stuff yes. like that yeah. above the crowd, and you know, like just debauchery, but not to the point where most people are getting fired from it. Mm-hmm. But, but what would happen was you'd make it through the whole party, and then you would leave the party and start driving home. And the weird thing about Pennsylvania was they would, like, put out on the radio, like, there are police checkpoints here, here, yeah, here, here. they here, give here, you
1: here. a warning. <laughs> like, instead of doing, like, just, like, stealth mode... They tell you they on the radio, warning, like, yeah. hey,
0: just so that you know, if you're getting on exit 4B <laughs> or, you know, or whatever, like... There's going to be a checkpoint yeah. there. And you know, like everybody knows. And we had state police in the casino. So they would come and tell us like, hey, listen, is anybody going this route home tonight? Because there's going to be three checkpoints on so the way. So if you're
1: driving drunk, don't take don't Exit 4B. go this 4B. Way. <laughs>
0: Right. Which was crazy that they'd give you a heads up because they were kind of promoting like, you just go around it. You'll be all right. And one don't thing worry. too is <laughs> this
1: place was a huge, I mean, 1,500 people is a humongous company. And people came from... Hours away to work there because it was such states away some people came
0: from states away it
1: was just because it yeah like it was just a company that like you wanted to get in with it was like the first casino it was like huge so you weren't just like i mean i lived near there and there were times that like you know i lived a, a three minute drive from the casino so it was like okay i shouldn't do it but like I can maybe try to drive, you know? But some people, like, you had to drive, like, an hour, an hour and a half, like...
0: They'd be drunk and almost sober by the time they got home. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, disgusting.
0: (laughs) But the weird thing is they would know that they behaved throughout the party, be good, don't do anything stupid, I want to make sure my job is secure, they would get in the car, they would turn on the radio, they would hear what the checkpoints are, they'd still go through the checkpoints and get pulled over. And then they would get, like... Mm -hmm. Their license taken away, and once you get your car license taken away, if you work for a casino, depending on, like, what the infraction was, you would lose your state casino license. And then once you do that, you can't work there. And it was, like, every single year,
1: somebody somebody
0: would lose their jobs. And it was just like roulette. So don't overdrink, man. And, like, seriously, if you're going to, there is no place that you will have a Christmas party that won't be close to a hotel or a motel or a cab or, a cab or like, something.
1: Just, even my shitty little town has cabs. Like, Everybody even my has a way
0: town. of getting you home. Yeah. But like if you lived in Connecticut and you were working in Pennsylvania for the night, yeah. get a fucking room, man. Like, like see, I would do that automatically.
1: It. Like I think I would totally do that like automatically just to be safe but then you know i have an over (laughs) i have an overindulger story from when i worked at the telecom company we had a very buttoned up manager of the call center that we worked at like she was just you didn't speak to her like it was just she was one of those people she had her office she spoke to the management people and like sometimes like the supervisors and stuff but like she dealt with like the main company like in boston that was that's where the headquarters were but we had this company party and it was I think it was my first year the year that I got kind of blitzed with my best friend and there was a guy who was like a lead at the time so he was like very professional like he was like moving on up like a lead is like you were you know you were the person that answered the phone now you became like the person that that person went to for help and then like eventually you'd become a supervisor so it was like the chain of command and he was always very professional like very well dressed and everybody loved him like he was the nicest guy We all of a sudden like we're sitting there and like everybody's like it's toward the end of the night and the manager decides she wants to dance like the main head of the call center and it's like oh my God she's getting out on the like look at she's dancing like oh my God because like she sat at a table with like upper management and like nobody like she didn't talk to anybody. All of a sudden, this guy who is out of his mind starts, like, dancing with her and, like, doing the twist because I think the twist was playing or, like, he just starts twisting with her. And then... Oh, well, you having
0: a Christmas party at a malt shop? <laughs> <laughs> we
1: might have been. We might have been. And all of a sudden, she's, she's like, okay, fine. Like, she's having, you know, she's she's going with it. And she's like, aha, but you could kind of tell that she's starting to get uncomfortable because it didn't stop when the song ended. Then, like, something else, whatever was popular in 1997 came on and... He, like, flips out, loves the song, drops to the ground, and, like, does a reverse worm, like, under her legs. (laughs) And she was wearing a dress, and he just, like, shimmies through her legs and everybody like four people just went and they're like alright man it's time for you to go <laughs> and everything was very it took him a really long time to become a supervisor so that was like oh go really, figure but it wasn't and it wasn't actually until after she left and then like the other and then like he was able to like save face but that like haunted him for years
0: and the only reason why she left is because husband and wives couldn't work together at that company <laughs> <laughs> oh boy exactly well you know what time it is Nikki
1: I do Tom
0: it's time for, a. Uh, did You Know?
1: I love when you sing.
0: Did You Know? Did You Know? A poll conducted by human resource firm, Adeco. Adeco, which actually staffs the company that I work for right now shows that small world yes it shows that 40 percent of employees have seen or suffered a major indiscretion at a work-sponsored holiday event
1: oh like i was just talking about
0: yes nearly a quarter of those surveyed admit to drinking too much and some employees 14 percent behaved so badly they have lost their jobs
1: That seems like a really big number
0: to me. Oh, it gets crazy than that. (laughs) 23 of the survey respondents know someone who has been reprimanded by their employer for their behavior at a holiday work party. And 4% own up to saying inappropriate things to their bosses. (laughs) I feel like we covered almost everything in this survey at this point. But the weird thing is, out of like all of these facts, is that 3%, that's right, only three percent of people that were part of the survey have had a fling with a colleague at a company holiday party. I feel like every place I worked, that number was way higher.
1: See, I don't like. I think that's really. Like, I mean, like, I've worked places where like people started dating and. Like a lot of people, like especially the telecom company, like there are like several couples that have been married for like years and years now. There are even some marriages that like broke up other marriages. But I don't want to gossip at the holiday party. I know the podcast. (laughs) 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 That's
0: right. That would be breaking rule number eight of the
1: notes. (laughs) Just I don't know. Like I think like the fling at the like at the holiday party, like against the coats in the coat room or something like that. Like I think that's almost like a movie thing like a thing that happens in the movies
0: well whatever it is it's only three percent and like i said i was thinking it would have been way higher i would have thought like in a 30 percent mm. maybe it's just because like when those things happen the rumor mill just starts churning out mm. so much stuff that it makes that three percent of people who have those flings sound like 70 percent of the people is having flings course. 90% of the people are talking about it come Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is this week's did you know? Did you know?
1: I feel like this was kind of like a PSA for, like, holiday behavior.
0: Yeah, don't be a dick at your holiday party. I mean, I feel like that's all we had to really yeah, say. Basically. We could have been done with the show an hour ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your editing would have been so much easier. <laughs> oh,
0: but my editing, my editing. <laughs> well, that's it for another High Regard Show. Episode number 11 is in the books.
1: It is, it is. And we hope that if you are going to a holiday party, we hope that you have a lovely time. And don't make an ass out of yourself.
0: Yeah, and if you want to share your crazy holiday experiences with us, we'd love to hear them. Because now that we're pretty much done with our holiday parties, it would be nice to live vicariously through (laughs) you, the listeners, of this tiny podcast.
1: So email us at highregardshow at gmail.com. Hit us up on social media at highregardshow. And, of course, check out our website, highregardshow.com. It's not just a clever name.
0: And still new episodes somehow every Monday on both (laughs) iTunes and SoundCloud. And thank you again so much for listening. You guys like doing a fantastic job of like getting people to like hear our show. We really dig it.
1: Thank you. See you next week.
0: Have a great week.
1: Stocking with Christmas Open my presents and I'd be glad
0: But the last time I played Father Christmas I stood outside a department store A gang of kids came over